This podcast is intended for adult audiences only and contains explicit language in spicy situations. And we do not replace any advice of professionals and the views and opinions expressed by our guests do not reflect our own. Welcome to the Pineapple Express podcast. And I'm your host, Kylie, a.k.a. Sexy Swinger Chick. And I'm Brad, a.k.a. Brad the Space Cadet. Journey with us as we navigate in ethical non-monogamy, sex positivity, sex work, and relationship advice as millennial swingers. Explore with us as we share some of our upside-down pineapple ventures with you. All All aboard aboard the Pineapple Pineapple Express. Express. Hey, upside-down pineapple people. Join the millions of couples enjoying amazing sex with Promescent. I personally love their variety of products they offer, and their aloe-based lube is the only lube I've ever used that doesn't throw off my pH. Brad loves their delay spray, which is clinically proven to help men last longer in bed. Their products have a 60-day money-back guarantee and free shipping on orders in the U.S. over $10. Their shipping is discreet and private, which is perfect for us in the swinger lifestyle. Make sure that you go to www.promescent.com backslash Kylie for all your discreet sexual health needs. My link is in the show notes. Promescent helps you live your best upside down pineapple life. Okay, so you're wondering how to get to a Swinger Society event to party with some of the hottest names in TikTok, OnlyFans, and social media? Well, head on over to theswingersociety.net and create a free profile, purchase exclusive memberships, and also see what other hot couples are going to the events. The Swinger Society is an inclusive event group, and they offer premium lifestyle events that you won't find anywhere else. We have a Discord with over 22,000 members, and we have a Facebook group as well. Head on over to swingersociety.net and join the fastest growing inclusive lifestyle community. Most people have unprotected oral sex, right? Be honest. Now think about your last STD test. Did your doctor tickle your throat with something that looked like a giant Q-tip? Probably not. Yet that's the only way to check for oral gonorrhea or chlamydia, which are often asymptomatic. You need a better doctor. You need shamelesscare.com. Use coupon code CHIC, that's C-H-I-C, at checkout. I get asked all the time, how do I get into the non-monogamous lifestyle? And I've got the solution for you. It's the Three Fun app. It's the best dating app for couples and singles looking to explore open relationships. It's totally millennial friendly, aka it's in the 21st century, you guys. This is finally a dating app for us non-monogamous folks who are looking for a unicorn, maybe you're looking for a bull, maybe you're looking for a couple, this is my favorite app and I use it all the time. If you wanna find a link to it, just go to www.sexyswingerchick.net and you'll find my link. I hope to see you guys there. Hello, my very sexy swinger friends. The episode you've all been waiting for. How to be a successful single male in the lifestyle. So let me just talk about my inspiration really quick so that you guys can kind of understand where I'm coming from. So I'm actually not a hot wife. Um, Me and my fiance deal with single men, but in the sense, or I'm sorry, my husband now, I keep calling him my fiance, but um. 
we deal with single men in like the, I guess you could say, social aspect of all of this. But me and my husband don't really deal with single men. It's not really our thing. Again, I'm not a hot wife. I'm actually a cut queen, which I was going to do an episode on that. But I was just feeling more drawn to doing this episode today because, you know, I've been talking a lot with my mentor and um, I really feel this need and this passion for helping out single men. You know, I, I have this really big social media presence. Oh, I hate it, but no, I actually love it. But I get messages like, I'm telling you, DMs on the daily basis. I'm a single man. I'm a single man. I would say for every, you know, 20 DMs of like single men looking for advice, I get one or two of like, you know, couples or single females, you know, so there really is a need in this community for somebody who really has a care and understanding of single men. And even though I don't particularly like have sexual relations with single men, which it's I've had sex with single men in, you know, a play setting and it's not something that like we're against. It's just that's not our play style and that's just not how we are. So Basically, I'm very drawn to it because I know that there's a need for it in the community and I know that like it's one of the cornerstones because there are so many single men who don't know how to be successful and I feel like if we have successful single men in the lifestyle, it's really going to make everyone more cohesive and more peaceful in the lifestyle. Less couples will be afraid to talk to single men because we're going to have more single men who are trained in the etiquette and understand what they're doing. And we're going to also have less single men coming into the lifestyle, not understanding what it truly is. And um, I think that that's, I just want to make that impact on the community, like really help it from the ground up, you know, um, kind of like we did with consent, you know, now consent is such like a huge part of swinger culture. And I really attribute that to like, the training that me and a lot of the other, you know, content creators have have gotten over the years of just like really creating a lifestyle that's centered in the culture of consent. So now I want to move forward and I want to move it into being centered in a culture of single men being respectful and couples also being respectful of single men and not being afraid of single men because I feel like that's really where we're at right now is, you know, uh, so many couples I talk to are like, oh, we don't mess with single men. We can't stand single men. They don't, I had this bad experience or that bad experience, you know, with this club or this, you know, resort or whatever. And I, I feel like I'm just really drawn to change that narrative. And I think that it has to start with education, just like what we did with consent. So um, I do offer a how to be successful in the swinger lifestyle as a single male. Um, I do offer, you know, one-on-one individual classes for that. Um, I'm going to be in school. Uh, I've actually, I got um, accepted today uh, to one of the courses that I'm going to be taking, which is centered in couples, but um, there's going to be a lot more courses, you know, going with that. Um, But I really want to center my coaching and my relationship advice. And, you know, I definitely want non-monogamy to be a huge part of that, but I really, really want to focus on single men and men in general in the lifestyle because you guys don't really have a lot. Like you don't really have anyone to go to. So many people 
people are centered in couples and in women and, you know, confidence in women. And I I really want to build that in men because I think it's just such a needed place for me to be. And that's what I'm, where I'm really called. And um, so I wanted to make this episode today because I'm coming at this from a place of wanting to help. Um, And I know that so many of you want to get into the lifestyle, but I really want to explain to you what the lifestyle is, what it means, and how you can be successful. So uh, with that, I want you guys to enjoy this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I always appreciate all of you, and I love you. So yeah, enjoy. Okay, so first things first, you're a single guy. You maybe see or hear something online, or you hear about the lifestyle, and you're like, I really, really want to do this. How do I start? And then, of course, you message sexy swinger chick. No, just kidding. But, um, you know, first things first, I want that self-reflection piece, which, of course, we talked about this last week. If you listen to my um, podcast with uh, Swinging Lifestyle Coach Lauren, where we really talk about um, that self-reflection piece. So the first self-reflection piece that I want you to think and the first question I want you to ask yourself, if you're thinking of getting into this lifestyle as a single male, why is it because you just want to have wild and crazy freaky sex parties with a bunch of people and because you're just really horny and you just want to fuck as many people as you can? Um, if that's what you want to do, I'm just going to be 100% real and raw and honest with you. That's probably not going to happen. If you are seeking to get your dick wet and that's all you really want to do, your best bet is going to be to go on a vanilla dating app and, you know, date in a regular way, or even, you know, call up a full service sex worker and hope that the phone number works and she's not faking and that, you know, she meets you somewhere. I mean, of course, um, I am a sex worker. I'm not a full service sex worker, but I have no issue with sex work. And I think if that's truly what you want to get into this lifestyle for, it's probably not the best thing for you. Um, And then I also want you to really take a deep look at yourself. Um, Are you confident? Are you funny? What do you bring to the table? You know, so this is like a huge self-reflection piece and that could take a long time to really get to know yourself um, because the lifestyle is truthfully rooted in um, a a social culture and it's more about not having expectations. If your expectation is, well, I paid $200 to be here tonight, so I might as well um, get as much action as I can or get my dick wet, then, you know, that's, the lifestyle is probably not the right place for you and you're probably better suited dating in a, in a normal way or, you know, finding yourself a sex worker or an escort um, online, which can be obviously be done. Um, so I just really want you to consider that before getting into the lifestyle because it is absolutely not about getting your dick wet. It's about creating relationships and creating friendships. I'm not saying that that can't happen for you, but what I am saying is single males in the lifestyle are a niche genre. Okay. So, um, a lot of the swinger events, a lot of the parties that I go to, most people are seeking out other couples to swing with 
or they're seeking out um, unicorns. So um, that's the thing about the swinger lifestyle is if you're a single male, you're a niche. And then on top of that, you also have to think about the fact that there are way more of you than there are couples and unicorns. And, you know, in a way, the lifestyle is almost profiting off of that, right? And that's why those you know, prices for you are so expensive. I mean, that's what keeps the clubs open. Everybody's got to eat. And I totally understand that. And it's also a determinant factor like, okay, well, this guy really has to know what he's getting into. So we're going to make him pay this. And that's a whole different story. But just know that like, if you're paying that $200 to get into a club or an event, like that doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to have sex, that you're going to swing, uh, that doesn't necessarily guarantee anything for you. So I just want to make that very clear that this lifestyle is not all orgies and having sex. And the minute you walk through the door, you know, you're, you're not God's gift to the, to the world. Like not, people aren't just going to run up to you and take their clothes off and say, fuck me now. You know, that's really not the way that this lifestyle works. So that's the first piece of all of this is the self-reflection piece. So you do a lot of self-reflecting, right? And then you come to the realization that like, no, you really want to get into this so that you can create connections with people and couples and, you know, help fulfill a fantasy of theirs and be a part of that. And then if that is your mindset and you have no expectations and you understand what you're getting into, then I want you to start doing the research where can you swing at? Where can you go? What's in your area? Um, are What apps are popular in your area? And, you know, so there's, I would say like the top four swinger apps that you, or websites that you can go on to find couples would be SLS, so swingingLifestyle.com. Um, that's the most popular one. And then there's SDC, which stands for Seek, Discover, Connect. Um, if you listen to my friends Dan and Lacey's podcast, the Swing Nation podcast, they do have a code to get you 14 days free on that. I think I have a code somewhere, but I'm not really worried about it. So just go go get theirs. Um, and then there's Cassidy, which Cassidy is really big on the West Coast. They throw a lot of awesome events. Um, they're affiliated with like the Splash events and Naughty in New Orleans. And Cassidy is really awesome. And it's a great place to connect with people. I call it the Facebook for swingers because truthfully, it's a social networking website for swingers. Um, so then you have three fun, which is an app, um, which I love it because it's millennial friendly. There's a lot of really great, um, there's a lot of really great like messaging type things that you can do. It very much reminds me of like a Tinder or a plenty of fish. So it's the closest thing to a vanilla dating app that you're going to find. And they also sponsor this podcast. Uh, and I love 3Fun. 3Fun is actually my favorite app. And it's the app that I've had the most success on in the lifestyle. But I'm also a couple. Um, and me and my partner are couples. And so that's also something to remember. Um, so those are the top four places that I would say, you know, on the internet to find people. Now, those are a lot of those are paid. Um, and of course, that's the one thing that single males do also need to think about is swinging can be expensive and it's expensive 
especially more expensive for you because you are a single male and because of the determinant factor that I talked about earlier, as well as, you know, the, the profit, you know, everybody's got to eat. So um, that's the one thing to remember is that the swinging lifestyle, no matter what, it's going to be expensive for not just couples and unicorns, but everybody. Um, and that includes single males. So some free ways to connect with people, uh, which that would be the Facebook groups. And then that would also be like, so if you have Facebook groups in your area, we have a Swinger Society Facebook group. Uh, there's Facebook groups for different events and stuff like that. And different like Secrets has their own Facebook group and like different takeovers I've been to like Play Champagne, you know, they have their own Facebook group. So those are really great places to connect with people for free. Um, but you do have to be respectful of people in those groups. Ask if you can DM people. Don't just send DMs. Don't just send your dick. Like we don't want to see your dick. Okay, I'm going to say that really slowly and I'm going to say it again and again and again. Like please do not start messaging people on Facebook, on Discord or whatever, just sending dick pics because that's not going to do anything for us and it's actually going to piss us off and not want to have anything to do with you. Okay, got that out of the way. So you can also go on the Discord, like I just mentioned. Uh, we have a Swinger Society Discord. There are rules to follow in there, guys. Like, um, there's there's rules with all of this, and there's etiquette with all of this, which of course we're gonna go over. But like, the the first etiquette when you're online is DMing people without asking them. Like, we don't want your DMs. Um, we want you to be respectful, and that's when you are a single male, you have to really, really, really root yourself in respect, which of course I'm going to talk about um, more. But yeah, so if you're wanting to get into the swinger lifestyle, that's a good place to start because then you can start connecting with people in your area and then you can find groups in your area or events in your area or clubs in your area. So then we're going to move on to the club scene. So club scene, this is how it works. A lot of clubs you do have to be vetted in. Our home club, uh, they have a vetting process. So me and Brad, um, if we were a hot wife couple, could bring you into the club and, and let the club no owner know, hey, this is our friend John Doe. He's super respectful. Um, can we help get him a membership? Or they do membership drives. So our specific club does something called Cockfest. And, you know, they do single male membership drives. And if you go to those events, then, you know, you can get vetted in. Um, and then we have another club in our city, um, which is called Club Escape. And like there is no vetting process for that. So it's kind of, you know, no holds bar kind of a situation. But that also means that there's a lot of single males that are going to be there. So you're going to have a lot more competition when it comes to swinging with other couples. So it's something to keep in mind when it comes to the club scene. But I would definitely say if you are a single male wanting to get into the lifestyle, the best thing to do would be to go to a club and walk up to couples and introduce yourself and, you know, ask questions, but don't ask questions along the line of, do you want to fuck? Ask questions like, hey, can you tell me about your experience in the lifestyle? You know, really, really try to learn from other people and people are going to give you advice and people are going to be open to talking to you if you come to them in a respectful manner. Now, if you go to them and you're just like, hey, you want to suck my dick? You know, that's not going to work for you. And those are the guys who are not successful in the lifestyle and you might get smacked. I know I would probably smack you if you walked up to me like that. So, I mean, and that also goes for um, 
events and different events. If you're going to a hotel takeover, if you're going to a resort, you know, um, especially if it's your first time, don't have any expectations. Um, again, if you're paying this money, I know that it would make sense for you to like get your dick wet because you're paying this money. But you also have to remember that like you're dealing with other people and there's consent involved. And if nobody wants to have sex with you or if you can't find a couple that's looking for you, then you just have to respect that and accept that from the couples. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think it's really great to learn how to talk to people and get social. And if you're really getting into this for the right reasons, your mindset is going to be like, hey, I want to come here and I want to make new friends and I want to meet new people. Um, one of the great things about the lifestyle is, is yeah, maybe me and Brad aren't going to have sex with you or swing with you that night, but we can surely introduce you to our friends who are looking for you or looking for someone like you and if we really like your personality and if we think you're a great guy and you're making us laugh and we're having a good time and you know you dress to impress which we're going to talk about all of those things uh here later but if you come to the club and you meet a couple and you might not you know get to play with them but they're going to introduce you to other people who may be more suited for your niche Okay, so let's say that you go to your first swingers club. What can you expect? So first things first, you want to know the rules of that specific club. You want to know what the um, dress code is. Most clubs have dress codes. Um, a lot of times they'll have a theme. I definitely say dress the theme so that you can, you know, have a conversation starter and it's fun and it's a really good way to like get in with other couples to talk to them. Um, Make sure that you arrive on time and, you know, you're going to be bringing your own alcohol. So just remember that most clubs are BYOB. So bring your alcohol of choice. And if you're like me and a sober swinger, bring your, you know, your drink cup to fill with water or you can, you know, bring your non-alcoholic drinks and that's perfectly fine too. Most clubs have a no um, drug policy, and that includes marijuana, even though in Ohio, marijuana just got legalized. What, what? But I don't smoke weed, but I'm just saying. Um, but that's something to remember, too. You know, if you do partake in those substances, try to leave those away because um, it's just not a good look. Um, if you are walking around the club and doors are closed, curtains are closed. Make sure that you're respecting that. That's about consent, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. But just remember that, like, learn the rules of the club. You're going to go on a tour, hopefully, and ask questions to the tour guides. Ask questions to the other couples. What's to be expected at that club? Um, and a lot of clubs, you know, if the doors and curtains are closed, respect that. Um Make sure that you don't try to sneak into any areas that's couples only. If it says couples only, again, respect that. Um, don't, you know, bring like a guest with you. So don't bring like a single friend that's a girl in hopes of ditching them. You know, that's not going to work either, even though it's a little bit cheaper, you know, it's really not conducive to like what you're trying to do. And um, again, remember that like no means no and respect people, respect their consent, respect that like if a couple is having sex and they look uncomfortable with you watching them like or they tell you to please walk away, 
please do that. Don't be like the guy who literally stood there three times after me telling him to like walk away. You know, um, it's all about consent. And when it comes to alcohol, try to drink in moderation. You know, I know that sometimes alcohol does loosen us up and it helps us with anxiety and it can be a very anxious situation. But like you can't get an erection. I mean, I'm not saying you can't, but, you know, it's harder to get an erection when you are drunk and that's what you're there for. You know, you never know what can happen. Um, But make sure that like also when you do register to attend parties that like you're kind of vetting online and reading people's profiles and seeing what they're looking for. If you do see in someone's profile that like they are a hot wife or that they're a stag vixen couple, which so I'll explain those really quick. So a hot wife is a couple where the husband enjoys watching or being cuckolded. So um, being cuckolded would mean that like he likes the degradation factor. Um, He likes to really watch his wife with somebody who's well endowed um, and somebody who's really dominating her or dominating him. Um, Or he just really enjoys watching and um, being a part of it. And that's the one thing to remember is like the husbands are always going to be there. Um, And then Stag Vixen couple is similar. You know, the Vixen is the wife and then the husband, you know, likes to watch and he's a voyeur and likes to watch her with other men. So those are the couples that you're really seeking out. um, And those are going to be, you know, that's your niche is the hot wives and the stag vixens. So if you see that in somebody's profile, you know, shoot and you're attracted to them, shoot them a message and be like, hey, I'm going to be at, you know, the um, toga party event. Um, I would really love to talk to you and hang out with you, maybe have a dance, you know, and um, just be respectful in your messaging, of course. But um, that can always be helpful for single men to kind of like reach out and let them know like, hey, I'm here. Um So the other thing to remember is like, keep your expectations at the door. Do not walk in there with any expectations. And I've talked about this a little bit, but I'm going to talk about it more. Like, and this goes for couples, you know, too, like don't ever have the expectation that you're going to swing. Um, It's not a porn. It's not orgies and sex parties everywhere. Like it's truly just people socializing and having fun and like getting to know each other. Um, and you know, let's say that like the first five times that you go to a club, you don't get any action. You don't know if on that sixth time that you might get action. So it does take a while to really understand how swinging works. I mean, God, for me and my partner, it took us about a year to really get into the groove of it and going to multiple events. So like, just remember that, like, keep your expectations at the door. Don't go in there with any expectations other than the expectation that you're going to make new friends and you're going to have fun. Um, so I'm going to give you some don'ts of what not to do at the club, which I know I've went over or, you know, when it comes to events and clubs, what not to do. And I know that I've kind of said um, a couple of these and I'm just going to reiterate them. So the first don't is don't stand in the corner and expect people to come to you. You have to go to them. And like this is also something that couples deal with. But like really, truly, you have to deal with it more. Right. So, you know, engage with people. Don't be that creepy guy standing at the bar, like waiting for people to approach you because they're not. So approach people. Hi, my name is John Doe. This is like my first time here. Oh my God, where are you guys from? What brings you here? You know, just start talking to people and creating conversation with people. Um, And don't 
this is another don't. Don't push that conversation towards sex. Let it flow organically. You know, be fun, be funny, you know, add some extra charm, you know, brush up on your your jokes or something, you know, make yourself stand out because swinging is all about a vibe. And if somebody's vibing with you and I see the most successful swinger guys, you know, who are single, they're not really like these jacked up hot guys, you know, model porn stars with, you know, nine inch cocks that are hard and ready to go. The most successful men in the swinger lifestyle are the average looking guy who really is funny and charming and and really just is charming to the husband and the wife. Um, which brings me to my next don't. Do not be one of those guys who waits for the husband to go to the bathroom or waits for the husband to go to the bar and then swoop in on the wife because that's going to piss the husband off and it's going to ick out the wife, okay? Be the guy who walks up to the husband first and say, hey man, my name's John Doe. What's up? What's your name? Talk to the husband first. Make a rapport with the husband. That is probably one of the most important things about all of this. So like, don't be that weird, creepy guy. And that's one of the things that we've seen at clubs. And the reason why we haven't been back to certain clubs is because my husband would walk away from me. And all of a sudden I would be swarmed with like five single men who are asking me to fuck them. And that's just not a good look, guys. Um, Like, The other thing that we don't want is we don't want to see you being that creepy, quintessential single guy who's just like over in the corner, wanking his dick, you know, like that's not fun for us. And it's going to make people uncomfortable. Make sure that you ask consent. Hey, is it okay if I watch you guys? Hey, is it okay if I touch myself in the corner? You know, um, because a lot of couples can be voyeurs and that can be fun for them. And you never know what they're going to say, but just like, don't be that creepy guy. Right. Um, don't ever take rejection personally. You have to understand that again, you are a niche and some couples don't seek you out and rejection is, Usually not because of the way you look or because of the way that you act. It's just because you're not fulfilling what that couple is looking for that night or what that single woman is looking for. And that's okay. Don't take it personally. It doesn't mean that everybody's going to reject you or that there's something wrong with you. Um, You know, make sure that like you're not taking pictures, that you're not taking photos, that you're not taking videos to take home and put in your spank bank. Um, that's just not going to do anything for anybody. And it's also breaking a lot of the rules of the club and consent barriers again. So don't ever, you know, lie about anything. Like just be real and honest. You know, you walk into these clubs and these events and nobody cares about how much money you make. Nobody cares about what car you drive. Nobody cares about your Rolex watch or lack thereof. This is an environment where People just want to hang out and as their authentic selves with other people who are being their authentic self. So like that's one of the main things, too, is like just be yourself. So the next piece of all of this is the consent and the respect factor. So I talk about consent a lot and I have a lot of podcasts on consent and a lot of social media um, stuff about consent. And the consent really, really, really matters. And no means no. And always ask, be or ask too much. Can I touch you? Is this okay? Are you comfortable? 
discuss your boundaries and discuss the couple's boundaries before you even go into play. I know that we're really eager to play, right? And everyone's hot and heavy and oh my God, like this couple, finally, somebody wants to swing with me. But make sure that you go over boundaries. Do they kiss? Do they wear condoms? Talk about STD statuses, uh, you know, talk about sexual health. But like those are all factors of consent. And again, make sure that like you are constantly checking in with the couple, but that's especially the husband. And this goes along with respecting the husband. Make sure that that husband respects you. He is giving you the keys to his Lamborghini and he wants you to bring that Lamborghini back with no scratches on it. Okay. So make sure that you're respecting the husband. You don't want to piss the husband off because that's just going to end really badly for everybody. And you don't want to make a bad name for yourself in the swinger lifestyle. You know, you don't want to be that guy that all the couples go around to the other couples and say, oh my God, you know, I, I had this experience with John Doe and it wasn't good and he didn't abide by my consent and he didn't abide by our boundaries, you know, really, really dig deep again. And, and if you know why you're getting into it, so then you'll know that like boundaries is, is a big part for the swinger lifestyle and consent. And like, if those things are important to you, then, you know, just know that they're really important in the swinger lifestyle. And if you ever have any questions when it comes to consent, I highly recommend going on the NCSF, the NCS freedom.org website and learning about consent and, you know, watch my videos on consent. Um, listen to my podcast about consent because the whole entire culture of swinging is really well rooted in consent. Um, the next thing to do is don't be that clingy guy. So I heard this story from a a couple friend and they are a hot wife couple and they met a gentleman online and they started swinging with him and had swinging experiences. And he started breaking boundaries and started texting the wife, oh, I miss you. I can't wait to see you again. And this really pissed the husband off. And, you know, that's just really unneeded drama. One of the great things about being a single male in the lifestyle is that you have the advantage of avoiding drama, right? Unicorns, they tend to go for the newbie couples because that's what new couples come in here for, right? They want to have a threesome with a girl, you know. You get the experienced swingers who know exactly what they're doing and, you know, you get to avoid drama. So make sure that you avoid that at all costs because again, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be the guy who people are like, oh my God, I had this experience with so-and-so. It was so dramatic. You know, you don't want to get blacklisted in the beginning, right? Like that would suck and that would totally ruin your swinger experience. And lastly, guys, the cornerstone of this lifestyle is not rooted in sex. And I'll say that again, this lifestyle is not just about sex. If you are coming into this lifestyle because you just want to have sex with people, I would highly recommend getting yourself sex workers and spending that money on them or spending the money on a strip club or, well, I'm not saying you're going to have sex there. I'm saying like that intimacy and connection you're going to get there and the sexy dancing. But, you know, spend that money elsewhere because you're just wasting your time if that's what you're coming in here for. Go on Tinder for a hookup. I know that like there's probably a, it's probably a lot easier to get laid on Tinder than it is to go to a swinger club. And I'm just being 100% honest with you guys. This culture is rooted in 
being social with other people and meeting new friends. If you go into this wanting to build connections and building relationships, and that's the most important thing to you, then you're going to be successful. You know, it's all about those soul connections. And swinging is really changing over the years. You know, we see back in the day in the 70s and the 80s, swinging kind of was all about you know, a notch on your bedpost. And a lot of the older swingers are rooted in that culture. But my generation of swingers, the millennial swingers, we're really in this for the soul connections and for the connections with friends and, you know, for meeting new friends and having a good time with people where we can just be our authentic selves. So go into this and build relationships with people because those strong bonds and those strong relationships with people are going to get you so much farther than just having a 10 inch cock. And I'm just being honest. Speaking of cocks, I want to talk about that. So many guys come to me and they say that they're concerned about being a single male because they don't have a big dick or maybe they're not the youngest guy or maybe they're not the most, you know, they don't have a six pack ab and they're worried about getting into the lifestyle. Are they going to fit in? So the reality of it is this, and I'm just being hundred percent authentic and honest with you. A visuals is a big thing in the swinger lifestyle and I hate to say it and you know it's something that really bothers me because I wish it weren't like this but it truly is it's all about that first impression now you never know you could be a single guy who maybe is a little bit older or maybe is a little bit flabbier or maybe doesn't have a a 10 inch dong you know and you can be successful because you have a great personality and you are making great connections with people and networking that's one thing but a lot of guys get insecure about their dicks already because you guys watch way too much porn and porn really sets a standard for you that's just not attainable personally I don't care if you have a five inch cock or a 10 inch cock. If you know how to use it, that's what's most important. Make sure that you are prioritizing women's pleasure. It's not about you. It's about her pleasure. And if you make it about her pleasure, you know, and pleasure comes from other places other than your dick. Okay. What that mouth do, baby. Like what those hands do. Okay. Come on, guys. Don't worry about if you may not be as well endowed as the other guy or even as the husband or even as all of the other guys in the room, but especially don't worry about if you're not as well endowed as all of those porn stars that you see because I'm going to be completely honest with you. The Swinger Club is not filled with Ron Jeremy's. They're filled with normal, average, every every size cock, okay? We're Goldilocks around here. We like them big. We like them small, okay? I like them just right. (laughs) Um, so don't psych yourself up about that. Don't psych yourself up about ED. Okay. So if you're eating healthy, you're not drinking too much, you're drinking a lot of water, you know, you're probably going to be able to rise to the occasion, but in the case that you can't because you're nervous, because you have anxiety, you know, you can take those little blue pills and shameless care. I have a link for you guys. If you need them, you know, you can use those as I guess, a, cr- a crutch a little bit like or like a safe a safety net okay not really a crutch that's the wrong word a safety net so that you do know that you can rise to the occasion and who doesn't love a nice big hard Viagra cock I know I do so don't worry about any of that stuff because that stuff will come um and you will come I promise <laughs> So without further ado, I'm going to end this podcast with my top tips for single males joining the swinger lifestyle. What do you guys need to know and what are the best things to know when it comes to swinging?
I've mentioned this before and I'm going to mention it again. Dress to impress. Wear your best shoes. Wear your best outfit. Definitely don't go in there with a pair of jeans and, you know, a t-shirt. Like really dress to impress and dress in something that's going to make you feel confident and and make you feel body positive about yourself. You know, um, try to get something and dress the theme. But if you don't want to do that, always, always dress to impress. First impressions matter. The next thing is, and it goes without saying, please be hygienic, smell good, shower, trim your, you know, trim your tree, trim your trunk, you know, get yourself some gold bond powder and really, really try to impress them with your hygiene as well. Make sure that your breath doesn't smell, bring yourself some mints, brush your teeth, you know, use the mouthwash that's in the bathroom. Like hygiene is a really big thing in the swinger lifestyle. And that's definitely for single males. And if you smell some type of way, it's probably not likely that you're going to, you know, find somebody to swing with. Um, Also, be relaxed. You know, don't act all anxious and in the, oh my God, you know, like flighty and stuff. Like just relax, you know. Um, Remember that like you can't have any expectations, but my biggest tip is just to relax and go in there and smile and talk to people and be confident with people. You know, of course, I've said this before too, be respectful, but that goes a long way, especially for the husbands, you know, talk to the husband, shake their hand, really gain their trust. They're trusting you with their most prized possession. That should mean something to you. So really try to make sure that you are respecting the husband and that you're respecting the wives who are there. Don't walk up to somebody and touch them without asking. Don't, you know, just join girls on the dance floor because they're dancing and having a good time. You know, ask them if you can. Just overall be overly respectful and people are going to respect you more for it and you're going to get more play if you act like that. Um, Make sure that you have fun and you're social with people and that you talk to people and you get to know them. And I've said this a lot, but I'm saying it again because I really want to like put it into your head to like make sure that you're really trying to connect with friends. And then, of course, my number one tip for all guys getting into swinging is have an open mind and don't have any expectations. The only expectation that you have is that you're going to meet new friends and that you're going to have a good time. And that's it, guys. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more to this than just this 45 minute podcast. And I'd love to share those with you. Um, If you would like an in-depth session with me, please contact me. All my contact information is in the show notes. Um, And if there's any questions that you guys have, feel free to email me. But please don't email me asking me out on a date. Yes, it happens on a daily basis, which I don't understand because I'm married. Um, Please don't email me and say things like, I want to swing with you. Um, please don't email me and say things like, can you help me find a club in such and such area? Guys, I don't know every single club in the United States and every single event in the United States. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. I'm really open about that. I know Cleveland, Ohio events, and I know some events around the United States that I can help you with. But I don't know everything and everywhere where swinging happens. So just an FYI, you know, but if you have any more questions about this or you are interested in working with me, please reach out to me because I'm 
very curious about what's out there and if you guys do have a need for this. And I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that you got something out of it. As always, thank you guys for listening. I love you so much. And if you really enjoy this podcast, make sure that you give it a five-star review. Anxiety can cause ED, like the kind you get while watching your partner with someone else. You're having the time of your life, yet are having stage fright. Most men in the lifestyle use prescription ED medication for this reason. Shameless Care should be your provider. Shameless is less expensive than other companies and has a 50-state network of physicians who are lifestyle-friendly. Use coupon code CHIC, that's C-H-I-C, for $30 off. Shamelesscare.com.